Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to today's episode of Grind Hard, Hustle Smart with your boy, Charles Johnson. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, the framework is a little bit different today. Your boy is standing up. I'm standing tall. I'm standing strong. Well, maybe not tall. I'm a little short on the short side. But you know what I mean. I changed the framework. I'm not sitting down. Your boy is standing up. And what I'm about to say to you, I got to say with my whole chest. I got to say it with my whole chest because I want you to feel me. I want you to understand what I'm about to say. And I'm, I'm just going to share these stories with you all and provide for you all some takeaways, some things that you all can take with you throughout your lives and throughout your day, throughout your obstacles, throughout your problems, throughout the things that are hindering you from becoming the human being that you want to be. But I'm showing this and doing this vulnerability with you so that you all can know that is absolutely 100% possible because if I can do it, anybody can do it. I'm nothing special. I'm nothing exceptional. I'm not an outlier. I'm just like everybody else. A flawed man, a flawed human being, working his way progressively through life. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get it. Hey, what's up, guys? So today we're going to talk about a topic that very many people don't talk about. It should be talked about more often, and it's so infrequently talked about that it kind of falls by the wayside. It's a pandemic that's been going on for centuries and centuries and centuries, and we seem to always ignore it. It's a pandemic that drives people all the way to the extreme of committing suicide. It, it drives people into obscurity, into ostracizing themselves from the world because they don't feel like they're worthy enough to be a part of it. Where we constantly feel like we're drowning in our mind, and that's a way that a young lady, I can't remember if it was on TikTok or some social media platform, but she, 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 she described it as drowning in her mind. And that touched me because that's exactly what it feels like. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about depression. And so the story I'm going to tell you today has a lot to do with that. So let's begin in 2016. I was in, on the island of Oahu, just going about my day. I was on active duty, and I'm driving down the road, driving through the beautiful mountains of Oahu. And I remember thinking, I said, I should just kill myself. The world doesn't need me anymore. I don't, I don't have any purpose anymore. I don't have any place. I don't have any value. And I remember looking at this, uh, there's this pass where you go over, it's one of the most beautiful views that you'll ever see in your life, where if you ever go to Wahoo, drive towards what they call K-Bay, Kaneohe Bay. And when you're going towards the, the Marine Corps base, there's this, there's this pass, this bridge that follows the mountains. And it sits a few hundred thousand, a few thousand feet, excuse me, above ground. And you can look out and you can see the whole landscape, the beaches, the, the mountains, the, 
the clouds coming in the way is amazing. Most photogenic place in Oahu, if you ask me. And I remember I should just drive off this bridge. Not everything in my life to that point had, had went right. I was a sergeant in the U.S. Army. I'm in Hawaii. This is my fourth duty station. You know, my, my family's good. I've pulled myself up out of poverty. I'm in a good place. I've been in the Army up to like eight years, or, excuse me, probably like six or eight years at that point in time. So my career's on an incline. And boom, get hit with divorce, right? And immediately my world starts falling apart. And things start cascading. It's just one thing after another, after another, my wife leaves. Then my children leave. Then my unit leaves me behind with the gear. They leave me in rear, de rear detachment. We call it rear D. And I remember I drove up to the gate one day, and it all just exploded. I was trying to get on base. And they got this little pass where you can pull in, park, right before you get into the entrance gate for the military base, into Schofield Barracks. And I pulled in, I, I, I couldn't stop crying. I could not stop crying. I just bawled my eyes out. Because it was in that moment I realized I wasn't a husband anymore. More than likely, I'm not going to be a soldier anymore. I don't feel like I'm a father anymore. Nothing in my life is going good. Everything is bad. I started failing all my college classes. I went from a 3.0 to a 2.1. Think about that, a 3.0 to a 2.1. I gave up on everything. I started gaining weight, which will lead to the end of my career. And all these things just start cascading. And I started just stinking thinking, and the cycle began. Something that has always been there had made itself known, depression. Like, hey, Charles, we're here, buddy. It's time. It's time for you to start thinking about the, all the negative things that has happened to you in your life. All that childhood trauma, all that fatherlessness, everything that's negatively impacted your life. It's time to start thinking about those things now and thinking about what you need to do to end those things, but not in a good way. It was in that moment on the bridge when I realized. This was it for me. Depression had, had drove me up to that bridge to say, you should just drive off the cliff, end it all. Why should you be here anymore? You don't have any more value. Nobody looks at you as a valuable human being anymore. Nobody called to ask if you were okay. Nobody asked about your mental health. Nobody asked how you are doing today. Nobody invited you over for Thanksgiving. Nobody said, Sergeant Johnson, how is your day going right now? Sergeant Johnson, do you need anything? I was alone by myself on an island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean with nobody but me. So I thought, and that's what I perceived in my mind, because now I start that drowning cycle, constantly grasping up the air. Nobody's reaching down to get me. I'm constantly trying to get some air, get away from this, this, this drowning, this thinking, thinking, this, this, this negative cloud, this, 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 
this this quicksand that's pulling me down. Nobody's tossing me a rope or a, a lifesaver or risking their own life to come in and get me. It was just me. Because depression puts you in a drowning state. And then it puts blinders on your eyes. So that even though there's people alongside you that can possibly help you in your time of need, you don't see nothing but the negative. Man. And I had a come into Jesus moment one night. <laughs> and I was sitting there and I was thinking like, Lord, you told me that I was going to be a, a motivational speaker. You told me that I was going to help you. You told me that I was going to have to watch my words because many people would hear what I have to say. You promised me all those things and you promised me that, that you said in the Bible that, 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 that your words do not return to you empty. But yet here I am, Lord. Here I am. My purpose is over. My unit left me behind. They're in Iraq and Syria, and I'm here. I was I trained for this moment, and I'm not able to go. Everything that consumed me from head to toe of me being Sergeant Johnson led me to this moment, and yet here I am, not able to lead my soldiers in the moment in which they need me. I'm no longer a husband. I'm no longer a father. All my life is over, Lord. I just want to kill myself, Lord. And in that moment, <laughs> I laugh about it now. It probably wasn't funny then, but I laugh about it now. God said, Charles, if I didn't allow you to be killed at birth, because what you don't know, ladies and gentlemen, I was born a premature baby. The doctors told my mother I wasn't going to make it. I spent months in the NICU. My heart was underdeveloped. My body was underdeveloped. I'm not supposed to be here from the beginning. God said, Charles, if I didn't allow you to, the enemy to take you then, why on earth will I allow the enemy to take you now? If you want to go speak, speak. And it was boom. In that moment, I realized that I still had a purpose. That as long as I had the ability to move around the earth freely and on my own free will and on my own recognizance and on my own backbone and my own intelligence, I still had a purpose. I still had a place in this world. Not only could I tell them about the experiences that I've had up until this point, but now I can use this. This, 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 this occurrence in my life, this event in my life, this divorce in my life, this, this feeling in my life, I can use this now as a testimony, as a way to teach others how to get beyond. And if I can get beyond, I can reach back and show other people. And then, then they can start a chain reaction. They can reach back and show other people. And then that person can reach back and show other people. That's what we're talking about here. Because depression makes you feel like you're not worthy. It makes you feel like you don't have a purpose. It makes you feel like you don't have anywhere to be in this world, like you're a part of a puzzle that was not made for you. You're an outlier. You're ostracized. You're by yourself. When that's not true. That's not true. Depression is real, but it tells you lies. Depression is that is that is that is that thing talking to that beautiful woman over her ears like you're not pretty enough. It's that singer that it speaks to his, to that person's ear and says, "You don't sing good enough. You ain't got the voice for that." It's that comedian that gets on stage and and that voice that says, "You're not funny enough. Nobody's gonna like you." It's that writer. It's that voice that speaks to that writer and says. You're not good at writing. You might as well give up. 
It's that person with that gun in their mouth that says, do it. Nobody got you. Depression is real, but it tells you lies. Instead of telling you to swim up for air, it makes you, it says, Dry, go deeper in the water. There's salvation in the deep. Nobody can see your flaws in the deep. Nobody's going to help you anyway, so you might as well give up. Yes, you're covered in darkness, but there, there's security in the darkness. There's safety in the darkness. Seclude yourself into your closet. There's safety in your closet. And it puts blinders on your eyes to see that people are constantly reaching out for you, trying to say, hey, do you need me? I'm here. I got a shoulder for you to cry on. Call me anytime. It's crazy that now in this world of cell phones that we still don't have the ability to pick up and call somebody if we need help. I remember back in the day growing up as a kid, if I wanted to call somebody, I had to run home and run to the, to the pay phone. But now we have help at our fingertips. Heck, if, you, if you're going through hard times, call 911. Hey, I need help. But depression lies to us and tells us that none of those things are available. Depression lies to us and tells us that we don't have a purpose. Depression lies to us and tells us that we're not worthy of life. Depression is real, but it tells us lies. You have an opportunity right now. You have an opportunity right now to start speaking truth, to combat them lies. You are good enough to sing. You are good enough to write. You are good enough to come back from that setback. You are good enough to come back from that addiction. You are good enough to now be a part of your children's life. You are good enough to speak. You're good enough to preach. You can run for that office. You are good enough to pass that class. You're good enough to read that book. You're good enough to be that model. You're good enough. Depression is real, but it tells you lies. Depression is real, but it tells you lies. Instead of telling you little sweet nothings, it tells you little sweet deaths. You're not good enough. Just give up. You don't matter. Nobody cares about you. You aren't loved. Kill yourself. They're safe. That's a lie. You are good enough. You are beautiful. You are handsome. There's safety in life. There's a circle around you. You can reach out for help. You can call somebody. You can call me. You will be set free when you start telling yourself these truths. Does this end depression? Absolutely not. Like I said, depression oftentimes Come on a cycle. Comes on a cycle. Nothing in this life is just awesomely amazing forever. Good things come and good things go. Bad things come and bad things go. 
what determines how long those things stay is a, the choice you make to realize that you have the power to overcome. People often ask me, Charles, how do you overcome many of the barriers that you have faced? A choice. Could I have bought into that lie that I'm not good enough? Could I have bought into that lie that I'm no longer a soldier? Could I have bought into that lie that I'm no longer a father? Could I have bought into that lie that I'm not good enough to be a husband again? Could I have bought into that lie that I'm not a good human? Could I have bought into that lie that I'm not a good man? Could I have bought into that lie that I'm, I'm, I'm not brilliant, I'm not, I'm not intelligent, that I don't have the smarts to go out here and accomplish the things that I want to do in this world? Could I have bought into the lie that I'm not powerful enough to overcome? Absolutely, but I made the choice. I made the choice to realize my purpose, to realize my value, that as long as I draw breath on this earth, I still have the opportunity of redemption. And that's the truth that depression never tells you. You are redeemable at all times. This is not, you are not some seasonal coupon that you can only cash in on Black Friday. You can be redeemed every moment of the day should you choose to redeem it. You turn that coupon in, it's that depression, I am done. Depression, I am over you. Failure, it is game time to get the win. You turn that coupon in and said, I'm not turning back. I don't care how hard it is. I don't care how much depression tells me that I can't overcome. I don't care how much depression tells me that his addiction is too strong. I don't care how much depression tells me that I should kill myself. I don't care how much depression tells me that I will not win. I don't care how much depression tells me that my goals are out of reach. I'm cashing this coupon in. Because as long as I have the choice, I'm going to choose redemption every single time. When I was on that bridge, I could have chose to just drive off. I could have chose to just jump out my car and just dive off head first. I could have chose those things, absolutely. But what would my children think of me? I don't want to be known as a quitter. I don't want to be known as somebody who just gave up. I don't want to be known as that person who everybody thought was strong but was really weak on the inside. That's the lie that depression tells us, that we're weak, that we, we're not strong enough to overcome, that we don't, we don't have the mental fortitude and intestinal fortitude to try what is difficult. But I'm here to tell you, you can overcome. There's always room for redemption. And you are redeemable at all times. And it's not seasonal. And yes, depression may come and it may go, but your value remains the same. And if I was to argue against that, I would say your value increases the longer you are here. The more you lean into it, the more valuable you get. The more you learn the lessons of life, the more valuable you get. The more people you try to help and educate, the more valuable you get. The, man, it's just so awesome. I just, whoo, whoo, man, man, whoo, your boy is sweating. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for tuning in to today's episode of Grind Hard, Hustle Smart.
please let me know where I can get better, where I can do better. I love to read you all's comments. I love to see what you all think. Leave a comment on the podcast. Leave a comment on the YouTube channel. It is there for you to utilize, to communicate with me. You can email me. You can do you uh, call me through uh, the WhatsApp, through the business phone. There's multiple ways you can get in touch with me, ladies and gentlemen. You can buy the merch. You see the mug there. You see the poster. You see the bumper sticker back there. All those things are available at thegrindishard.com. Thegrindishard.com is our merchandise website. So book me for speaking engagements. You can go to thecharlesjohnson.com. All those links will be provided in the description below. Like I said, our podcast is available on all major podcasting platforms. All of them. So wherever you choose to listen to podcasts, just type in Grind Hard, Hustle Smart, and you'll find us there. Ladies and gentlemen, never forget that you are awesome, amazing, wonderful human being. And yes, depression is real, but it will tell you a lie. So begin to tell yourself the truth. I love each and every single one of you. Have a good one. For the rugged, for the rugged, for the rugged, for the rugged. Been a little too nice to y'all. Now I got a price for y'all. Snake eyes on dice for y'all. Shoulders on ice for y'all. A6 all the hay. I won't get involved today. Got lost in the ball and A's. I'm flipping the bars. I'm flipping the, flipping the, flipping the. All record, all record. I still count wins when they got it. All record, all record. I let them take advantage. I was wildin'. All record, all record deals. Tell them talk to Colin for the quote. All record, all record. I still want to act, not the ghost. For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. For the record, you ain't trying to grow any stone for you. For the record, lab on me going all the way. For the record, ain't trying to make no time to waste. Running through it with the young influence, adolescent presence, I'm succumbing to it. I've been giving yeses when I shouldn't do it. I complete ejector, but the moves are loose, and I'm barely moving, but I'm still gonna boost them. I can't work on winners when I know you're losing, so I work the winners and they throw the deuces. Guess I have to pivot, shooting no bazookas for the facts. I need racks, paper cash, fuck a tax, that's a joke. Tell them that, Uncle Sam, fuck up the bag. Brody Platt, forget a whack, contract, give me the max. I got lab on my back, you ain't that, then it's straps. Whoa, 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 for the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. For the record, you ain't tryna grow any stunt for you. For the record, lab on me going all the way. For the record, ain't tryna make no time to waste. Facts, I need racks, paper cash, fuck a tax, that's a joke. Tell him that, Uncle Sam, fuck out the bag. Brody Platt, forget a whack, contract, give me the max. I got lab on my back, you ain't that, then it's racks. Whoa, whoa, whoa. For the record, I'm done tryna make y'all comfortable. For the record, you ain't tryna grow any stunt for you. For the record, lab on me going all the way. For the record, ain't trying to make no time to waste.